we have a lot to be thankful uh, with what is going on with the weather, all kind of calamities. Whenever we make to be here, we have to be thankful. Uh, and the condition of things will never get better. It's moving from west to west. And we need to pray that we understand where we are living. What time, what kind of era we are living in. Because though political and leaders are trying to promise peace and safety, but the weather, natural calamities, is opposite, is against what people are saying. Society wise is trying to show that there is a kind of safety and peace. But weather and natural calamities and social Turmoil show that this planet is moving from good to worse. And every day, things get more worse. So, whenever we find time to come here, because I believe one day we won't be able to come here to worship. One day in the future, worship will become an issue. And I was so impressed last week by the sermon of Brother Dan. Of what a genuine Christianity means. That is not just only to have freedom to worship, but are we willing to worship God, whatever the cost? See, that is the genuine Christianity. People who were willing to study the Bible and sneak in the night, crawling to get the Bible so they can find time with their God. That's very important. So today... Last time we tried to check about unbroken line. And I will stay in this particular subject of unbroken line from Adam to the present time. To the future of what it will be. Because though names have changed from one church to another, from Ephesus, Philadelphia to present, but the beliefs and the doctrine are the same. So we want to check in this particular subject of people who stood against Satan and all his deceptive, his cruelty, and cling to the end. And these few people reveal to the universe that in this fallen planet, God is still have a remnant. And this group of people have been a thorn in Satan's plan to try to wipe out the true worshippers of God. The true people who cling to Jesus Christ whatever the cost. So today, before we start this particular subject, let's bow for the word of prayer. Our Father in heaven, Lord, what a privilege to come before you. We invite you to be in your midst. And especially that you come and cover me with your blood, Lord. 
that you speak to your people. Hide me in the cliff of the rock that people may see you praying Jesus' name. Amen. From the very inception of sin in heaven, Satan has tried to prove that it is impossible for man to keep God's law. And when Adam sinned, he saw two groups of his children. Cain, who was the father, and he will be, and he is the father of all who are against God, and Abel, who is the father of the true worshiper of God. People who are willing to obey. Now, after that, because now money laws communion with God face to face, they have to believe. They have to work by faith. They have to trust God without seeing him. Without having a clear evidence of what God will do to them. Though they trust that what God is going to do to them is for their best. Now, Hebrew chapter 11, verse 4, by faith, Abel offered to God more excellent sacrifice than Cain. So Cain offered a more excellent sacrifice. His worship to God was a true worship. And Cain, his was not. So Abel was a true worshiper. And after Abel came Enoch. And Enoch worked with God. He was a preacher of righteousness. He preached about the flood. He preached and he saw Jesus come in the cloud of heaven. So God, he was with this small group of people. And he told them. One event after the other. They did not walk just by feelings. They did walk by faith and trusting God. So, this group of people, after Enoch, we come to Noah. Noah had a powerful message to preach to the perishing world. And I want to read this verse, uh, Hebrew chapter 11, verse 7. By faith Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet. Moved with fear, prepare an ark to be saving of his house. By the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. So Noah was against all what people were doing. And he preached of the righteousness. And all God's people through history have been obedient to God and he warned the ungodly of what is coming. But often, always, God's people are few. They are few. They are not many. And they are not known by the world. They are not, they are not recognized. They are few. Their message is unpopular. It's not popular. But these particular people, all the universe, all the heaven, angels like to talk about them. So after Noah, 
We come to Abraham. And here, we'll talk a little bit about this man. I want to read this uh, chapter here from Patrick and Prophet, page 331 to 332. The very first effort of Satan to overthrow God's law undertaken among the sinless inhabitants of heaven, seeming for a time to be crowned with success. So when Satan deceived angels, and he had a great company with him, he thought, oh, here, I have won a little bit of success. Finally, God will have to yield it to what I'm saying. A vast number of angels were seduced. But Satan's apparent triumph resulted in defeat and loss, separation from God, and he banished him from heaven. So from the very inception of sin, Satan was banished from God, and he lost his estate in heaven. And we are going to see that throughout history, whatever Satan tried to do to, uh, to, to counteract God's people, he lost something. Even when people died, you will see that Satan lost something. When the conflict was renewed upon the earth, Satan again won a seeming advantage. He thought he had won it. I've made Adam and Eve to sin. By transgression, man became his captive. And man's kingdom also was betrayed into the hand of Acribella. Now the way seemed open for Satan to establish an independent kingdom. Because that's what he wanted. And to defy the authority of God and his son. But the plan of salvation made it possible for man again to be brought into harmony with God. And to render obedience to his law. And for both man and the earth to be found redeemed from the power of the wicked one. So after here, Satan again. He was defeated because Jesus came in to take it. Now, after Noah had preached, God wiped away the creation. I want to talk about Abraham because he's such a very interesting character in the Bible. And the life that he lived Patriarch and Prophet, page 125. After the dispensation from Babel, idolatry again became well nigh universal. And the Lord finally left the hardened transgressor to follow their evil ways. While he chose Abraham of the line of Shem and made him a keeper of his law for the future generation. So, when they, the, the word looked like there is nobody faith to God. Adam was, uh, Abraham was there, who stood, and God committed to him special honor and privilege to keep his life to the future generation. Abraham had grown up in the midst of superstition and heathenism. Even his father's household by whom the knowledge of God has been preserved were yielding to the seductive influences surrounding them 
and they served other gods than Jehovah. But the true faith was not to become distinct, extinct. God has ever preserved a remnant to serve him. Adam, Seth, Enoch, Methuselah, Noah, in unbroken line, had he preserved from age to age the precious revealing of his will. The son of Terah became the inheritor of this holy trust. Idolatry invited him on every side, but in vain, faithful among the faithless, and corrupted by prevailing apostasy, he steadfastly adhered to the worship of the one true God. The Lord is nigh unto them that serve him. So Abraham was the one to walk. Now let's look at him. When he was trusted by God, he had a call. And his call was to separate from his family. And he was not aware full of where he was going. So he was called out of the world to be in a special separation, communion with God himself for the benefit of the future generation. So today as we are talking, throughout the ages, God has had already had God has people, but these people are in the world, but they are not acknowledged by the world. The Lord, Review and Herald 1, uh, April 29, 1875. The Lord communicated his will to Abraham through angels. Christ appeared to him and gave him a distinct knowledge of the requirement of the moral law. So at that early time already, Jesus personal came to Abraham and he spoke with him. And he revealed to him the requirement and the true character of the living God. We needed this experience. We needed to have this particular faith to be sure of our walk with God. Not by guessing. Not by listening from somebody. Not moving by emotion, whatever. But distinct. And of the great salvation which will be accomplished through himself. Abraham was appointed of God to preserve the truth amid the prevailing sins and corruptions. Which were increasing. But the descendant of Abraham departed, mingled with a nation who had no knowledge of God. So Abraham had a talk with Jesus personally. When we read in the spirit of prophecy, angel came to commune with him. But here again it says, not only the angels, but Jesus himself spoke with him of his requirement. These are people that are precious in God's sight. Abraham, Testimony, Volume 5, page 547 and 548. Abraham was a man favored of God. 
The Lord said, I know him that he will command his children and his household after him. True worship start at home. True worship start with parents, children, in the church and outside. And they shall keep the way of the Lord to do just and judgment. Abraham was honored of God because he cultivated home religion. He cultivated home religion, which means his personal life was in direct communion with God daily. And if you read that Patrick and Prophet, it says, Abraham, whenever he went first, he erected an altar and offered a sacrifice. And every morning and evening, he gathered his family to worship. Brothers and sisters, true worship started at home. True singing started at home. Prayer started at home. Abraham was honored of God because he cultivated home religion. And he caused the fear of the Lord to prevail his whole house. It is God who said, I know him, that he will command. That there will be no betrayal of sacred trust on his part. No yielding to anyone but God. There is a law and Abraham will keep it. No blind affection will cloud his senses of right. And interfere between God and his soul of his children. That kind of indulgence, which is very screw, will not lead Abraham astray. Today, God needs people who will not betray him. People will not be betrayed by ecumenism. Coming together and organize religious groups, putting Jesus aside and his law aside. Thinking that we as human beings will make ourselves better? No, we cannot make ourselves better. God revealed to Abraham his purpose through visions. He was shown in figure that his prosperity will become bond to an idolatry nation. Because of the transgression of the law of God. And that they will be punished for their apostasy. This man walked with God. After the Lord made a covenant with Israel in a most solemn manner to be a peculiar treasure to him, they were brought forth out of the tent and from the covenant to meet with God. And the Lord gracious descended. So God who spoke with Abraham, he took them from Egypt and in the plain of Sinai, God came down himself to speak with them. What does it mean when God does something like that? He wanted them to understand that despite of their weakness, 
he was willing to stay in the midst and change their character. If they are willing to obey. And Moses told, Moses told them that God has never done this. That since the fall of man, that God ever revealed himself and is speaking with a sinner without sinner to perish is only for Israel because God wants you to keep his truth and walk on it. Listen to this quote from Christ Object Lesson, page 288. God desired to make of his people Israel a praise and glory. Every spiritual advantage was given them. God will have from them nothing favorable to the formation of character that will make them representatives of himself. Their obedience to the law of God will make them marvels of prosperity before the nations of the world. He who could give them wisdom in skill in all cunning work will continue to be their teacher. And he will enable and elevate them through obedience to his law. If obedient, they will be preserved from the diseases that afflict other nations. This is a terrible message. If obedient, diseases will be far from them. And you will be blessed with vigor and in, in, intellect. The glory of God is majesty and power were to be revealed in all their prosperity. They were to be king, kingdom of priests and princes. God furnished them with every facility for becoming the greatest nation on the earth. Christ Object Lesson, page 288. So God not only blessed them with the spiritual power, he wanted them, if they will be obedient, to be special. When people see what they do, everybody, Stand. And when they ask, they tell them, because we obey God. Amen. That our knowledge is not from ourselves, but it's from God. And you see, from this particular here, you see, today the science world discover something and they give praise to themselves. They say there is no God. Why? Because Israel went in the wrong direction. Time is flying. Now, Hebrews chapter 11, let's start from verse 23. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hiding three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, most when he was come to years, refused to be called the uh, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, 
choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than enjoy pleasure of sin for a season. These people are people who chose difficulty, hardship, looking for the kingdom that is coming. Knowing that this planet, whatever how attractive it looks, even if we look so beautiful and so promising, there is nothing in here. Let's go to verse, 20, uh, verse 33, uh, 32, excuse me. And when, and what shall I more say? For the time will fail me to tell of Gideon and Baraka, Samson, and of Jephthah, David also, Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdue kingdoms, wrote righteousness, obtained promises, Stop the mouth of lions. Quench the violence of fire. Escape the edge of sword. Out of weakness we are made strong. Works violent in fight. Turned to flight the armies of allies. Verse 36. And others had a trial of crew. Mocking and scourging. Year more of bond and imprisonment. 38. Of whom the world was not worth. They wandered in desert and in mountains. And in dens and caves of the earth. These people. Were people who did marvel things. Daniel. Meshach. And Abednego. People who stood. To death. The true remnant who have been a thorn to Satan. They ever defy the name of Satan. When Satan step up, God tell him, you see, there is so and so and so and so who have not bowed to me. And if these have not bowed to me, the planet is still mine. Last, but not the least. Desire of Wages, page 668. As Christ lived in the law, in humanity, so we may do if we will take hold of strong for strength. But we are not to place the responsibility of our duty upon others and wait for them to tell us what to do. We cannot depend for counsel upon humanity. The Lord will teach us our duty just as willingly as he will teach somebody else. If we come to him in faith, he will speak his mystery to us personally. So the promise still today, God is will, Jesus is willing to speak to us individually. And teach us personally of this journey. Our heart will often burn with us as one draw nigher to commune with us as he did with Enoch. Those who decided to do nothing in any line that will displease God will know after presenting their case before him just what he calls to pursue. 
and they will receive not only wisdom but strength, power for obedience. For service will be imparted to them as Christ has promised whatsoever was given to Christ. The all things to supply the need of fallen men was given to him as the head of the representative of humanity and whatsoever we ask we receive of him because we keep his commandment. Jesus, of all these people, he stepped in. His first trial, he went in the wilderness. And his first trial was about food. If thou be the son of man, change this bread to become, this stone to become bread. And he won the victory. You see, Jesus, he came to meet Satan in that very point where Adam lost. And Jesus regained everything. So from Adam all the way to Jesus, Jesus came to make the plan of salvation is sure. And he went on the cross to die for you and for me. Showing that he, though this planet is fallen, God has always had people. And he will have people who one day will stand in the sea of glass. God always had people. Today, God is having people. Everywhere. Here, and everywhere, God has people who have not bowed their knees to God. Despite of this deception that he is going, God has people who are faithful. Now, Amazing Grace, page 57, this is such a powerful quote. Five more minutes. The people of God, the true Israel, those scattered through all nations, are on earth but sojourners whose citizens is in heaven. The condition of being received into the Lord's family is coming out from the world, separating from all it is contaminating influences. The people of God are to have no connection with the idolatry in any of its forms. They are to reach a higher standard. We are to be distinguished from the world. And then God say, I will receive you as members of my royal family. Children of the heavenly king, as believers in the truth, we are to be distinct in practice from sin and sinners. Our citizenship is in heaven. We should realize more clear the value of the promises God has made us. And appreciate more deeply the honor he has given us. God can bestow no higher honor upon mortals than to adapt them into his family, giving them the privilege of calling him father. There is no degradation in becoming children of God. So today, though God's people are all over the world, they are scattered all over the world, 
and the evil seems to have power, our citizenship is not here. Let's remember this. And as we watch what is happening in this planet, every year things get more worse. There is no hope in this planet. There is no hope in this planet. There is nothing better here. You can have whatever you want, but here there is nothing important. Our citizenship is in heaven. Now, we will end here with Jesus. Next time we'll pick from Jesus. We'll come to the wild dancers. I'll be Jesus. People who stood up, the reformers, Martin Luther, to the present. And come and see that there is only one church in this planet today that is holding the truth. It may look to be so small church, but there is only one church that God has granted it, the truth, and the last one to preach in this planet. Amen. May God bless us as we ponder on these things. In just name, Amen.